Hey everyone, it's Green Eyed Guide. In this quick little episode, I'm going to walk you through the five levels of fatigue. Now, if you're not familiar with my five levels of fatigue, it's a system that addresses caffeine habits as well as employee safety and mental health. Essentially, for every level of fatigue, you're going through different degrees or different, you know, severities of sleep deprivation or stress. And so the key to beating burnout and the key to handling your employee safety and the key to handling your sleep deprivation is to have a proportionate response. For every level of fatigue, you have a different caffeinated beverage that you can drink or a different strategy that doesn't involve caffeine to help keep you safe and to help keep you from burning out, from hurting yourself or others. So I'm going to walk you through the five levels of fatigue using Elsa from Frozen. I'm just going to explain in this episode what each level of fatigue looks like because Aside from all the caffeine recommendations, aside from all the mental health strategies that I propose and walk people through in my workshops, the most important step is knowing what each level of fatigue looks and feels like. Because even if you don't do the caffeine things, even if you don't do the mental health things, just having the mindset, having the mindfulness to know where you are can be helpful because you can't do anything if you don't first pay attention to how you're feeling. This is kind of related to something called affect labeling in order, um, which basically says in order to name it, sorry, in order to tame it, you have to name it. So in order to tame whatever you're feeling, you have to at least be able to name what you're feeling. So anyways, let's go through the five levels of fatigue. I'm going to tell you what each level feels like and looks like so that by the end of this, you will have the foundation to know at least how to identify these levels of fatigue in yourself. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Caffeine at Midnight podcast. Is getting good sleep a struggle? Is your cup of coffee the only thing that gets you out of bed? Do you have questions about energy drinks? If so, this podcast is for you. Where you get your caffeine, how much, how fast, how often, these tiny details make a big difference in your physical and emotional exhaustion. I'm caffeine scientist, green-eyed guide, and I'm here to guide you through it. Whether it's your work, your kids, or your midterm stealing your sleep, I can help you beat burnout with caffeine science. After this quick message from my sponsor, we'll dive right in. Just as a heads up, you're listening to the audio version of a YouTube episode I did on Queen Elsa and the five levels of fatigue. That's why you'll hear me say things like, as you can see here, which obviously you can't see because this is a podcast, but you'll be just fine listening along, especially if you've seen the movie Frozen before. If you do want to see what I've drawn, if you want to see the YouTube version of this, you can go to youtube.com slash C slash Green Eyed Guide. There's also a picture of the five levels of fatigue in the episode art for this episode. All right, let's go. Okay, so let's start at the bottom here. Now, the important thing about the five levels of fatigue is that it's a pyramid. I've only drawn half here to make it easier for me to write my notes, but as the pyramid's x-axis gets shorter and shorter and shorter, as it gets smaller and smaller, that represents your ability to keep yourself and other people safe. 
So as you notice, if you're at fatigue level zero, your ability to keep yourself and other people safe is great. This is a long line compared to the x-axis up here, which is small, which means your ability to keep yourself and other people safe is a lot smaller than if you were at this level of fatigue. So let's talk about what Elsa looks like and feels like when she's at fatigue level zero. So as you may have guessed, at fatigue level zero, Elsa is feeling free. She's singing Let It Go. She's feeling like herself. She's unleashing her power. At fatigue level zero, you're feeling your best. You're feeling passionate. You're feeling energized. You're, fe you're feeling free. And so this is exactly what being at fatigue level zero feels like. She doesn't have any fatigue. In fact, she's happy, maybe for the first time in a very long time. So that's fatigue level zero. At this level of fatigue, because it's zero fatigue, you don't need any caffeine and you don't need any safety or mental health interventions. But what happens when you get to fatigue level one? At fatigue level one, people are usually bored or distracted or they're drowsy. They're not crazy sleep deprived, they're not crazy stressed out, but they're not feeling their best. And so at fatigue level one, where Elsa feels this is at her coronation party. She's just standing there, kind of counting the minutes, waiting for the day to be over. I'm sure you felt like that at work or at home, waiting for your toddler to be done singing wheels on the bus for the millionth time, right? Like this is usually what fatigue level one feels like. Now, something to note at fatigue level one is because you're not feeling your best, you may not be paying attention to other people. When you're at fatigue level zero, that's usually a good place where you are mentally able to boost other people up. You're able to take on other people and help them. But at fatigue level one, that doesn't happen because you're bored, because you're distracted or you're drowsy. Usually this is with like monotonous tasks where we kind of zone out. Since you're zoned out, you're not really paying attention to people and things around you. So Elsa has no emotional intelligence for Anna. She can't really tell, and I know, I know, this is for plot of the movie, but she can't really tell how much fun Anna is having. She kind of snaps at her like, yeah, I know you're having fun at this party, but we're not going to do this ever again. You're just going to live in your room forever. And she doesn't really care about the consequences because she's bored and distracted. So that's fatigue level one. Let's talk about fatigue level two. So as we're moving up this scale, notice this x-axis is getting shorter, which means your ability to keep, to keep yourself and other people safe is getting smaller. Down here, Elsa wasn't really hurting Anna. She just kind of was not very nice with her words. But up here, then we're getting into actual danger or actual hazards. So this is the scene where Anna takes her glove and Elsa gets mad, give me my glove back. She gets very agitated. She gets annoyed and she's just tired. She's tired of the situation. She wants the party to be over enough already. So she snaps at Anna and she creates this sharp force field of pointy ice. So she's not really hurting herself, but she's getting closer to hurting other people because she's getting up higher on this level of fatigue, higher on this scale. So in general, that's what fatigue level two feels like. You're not just bored, you're not just zoning out, and you're definitely not feeling yourself. You're getting a little more agitated, a little more stressed, perhaps a little more sleep deprived, just a little worse on this scale of fatigue. So that's fatigue level two. Let's talk about fatigue level three. 
All right, again, as we get up the scale, the x-axis, your ability to keep yourself and other people safe is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And at fatigue level three, Anna is stressed. She's even a little scatterbrained. She's not really paying attention because she's so stressed out. She's kind of just shaking. She's getting overwhelmed. So at fatigue level three, this is in the ice palace where Anna and Elsa have an argument. Elsa's saying, come back, you can fix everything. Uh, sorry, Anna is telling Elsa, you can come back, you can fix everything. And Elsa says, no, I can't. And she sends these shards of ice, which end up hitting Anna. So really, really hurting Anna, which, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, spoiler alert, this ends up being a lethal dosage of ice to the heart. But again, this is fatigue level three. Things are getting way worse rapidly. Anna, sorry, Elsa is so stressed out. She's really not paying attention. She's really not able to keep other people around her safe because she's so stressed out, so scatterbrained, so overwhelmed at this level of fatigue. Things are rapidly getting worse. So let's talk about fatigue level four. All right. At fatigue level four, this is usually what I call an energy emergency. It's kind of when you're in crisis, whether you're so stressed out or so sleep deprived, you really have a very difficult time focusing. It's way worse than being stressed, way worse than being just bored or tired. Again, it's escalating. So at this case, again, the x-axis is even smaller. This is the scene where Elsa is running away and she's creating an ice storm. She's breaking things, boats are crashing. Sven the reindeer almost drowns in ice. It's very dangerous for a lot of people, not just for Elsa, but anyone in her proximity. It's a very dangerous, dangerous situation because she's at such a high level of fatigue. She's having a mental emergency because she's so overwhelmed. Now, something that I noticed in this movie is that usually in my workshops, what one of the many things I tell people to do at fatigue level four is find an energy emergency contact, someone that you can rely on in this crisis to help you, whether it's taking one thing off your plate or giving you some time to collect yourself, find someone that can kind of be your emergency contact. What's Ironic in this movie, in this example here, is that Elsa chooses Hans as her energy emergency contact. She asks him, please take care of my sister. So spoiler alert, Hans is the bad guy. So worst possible person to be your energy emergency contact, the villain. You want to make sure you know who your energy emergency contact is before you get to that point. Okay, so that's fatigue level four. What happens if you can't de-escalate? What happens if you can't get yourself down from here? Well, then we get to the worst of the worst of the worst, fatigue level five. All right, at fatigue level five of five, it doesn't get any worse than this. This is the absolute breaking point where you are completely in danger and those of you those people around you are in danger too. Of course, since this is a movie, everything is dramatic. And so you may not actually be in mortal peril, but this is a very bad place to be. Mentally, physically, you don't want to reach fatigue level five of five. That's why it's so important to identify all of these levels along the way so that you can take interventions before you get here. What happens at fatigue level five of five? Well, Hans lies to Elsa, says her sister is dead, and Elsa collapses. She falls to the ground, Ironically, the ice storm stops because really she doesn't even have the mental capacity to keep up 
that ice storm. She can't, she's barely able to focus. She is not, she is just so overwhelmed that she's not able to carry on basic life functions, right? She can't have that ice storm, even though it was not intentional, but she collapses, right? So everything is just crashing in on her. This is complete and total burnout. And in this case, because it's a movie, it's also lethal, right? Hans is about to kill her. Anna ends up dying instead. Well, quote unquote, Disney dying, right? Because she freezes to death and then comes back to life. But this is it, right? This is the worst of the worst of the worst. Your ability to keep yourself and other people safe is so small that it's a very big and very real danger to yourself and those around you. So that's fatigue level five of five. So essentially, there you have it. That's Elsa and the five levels of fatigue. Again, in the workshops I do, I really focus on what caffeine you can drink along the way and the certain situations like this one and this one and this one where caffeine is not going to help you, where you need to do other things that don't involve caffeine to keep yourself less stressed, to manage your sleep deprivation, to keep yourself safe. There's plenty of other interventions that you can do at every level of fatigue that don't involve caffeine, but in my workshops, I do like to emphasize caffeine because I notice that people drink a lot of caffeine when they're at, let's say, let's say this one or this one. And drinking caffeine when you're here or here or here can actually make you more anxious and send you upwards. So it's really important to pay attention to your level of fatigue. It's also important to pay attention to how much caffeine you're consuming because while caffeine can improve your mood and your alertness, it can also backfire and make things a lot worse if you're not careful about how much caffeine you're consuming and under what state of mind you're consuming it. So a lot more about those in my workshops or in my book, how to get done when you feel like but essentially I hope this was helpful. I hope this gives you an idea of what the five levels of fatigue looks like. Thanks for listening. things before you go. Number one, if you head over to greeneyedguide.com, you can explore my freebie vault where you'll find the energy drink report card and other goodies. You can learn more about my books, my courses, my speaking workshops, other energy drinks that I've reviewed, how caffeine affects the body, and frequently asked questions about energy drinks and caffeine. Again, all of that is at greeneyedguide.com. And also, if you really enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate it if you left a review. Doing that helps other people find the show. If you're not Team Apple, no worries. You can also take a screenshot of this podcast and share it on social media. That helps other people find the show too. I appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Take care. Thank you.